Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. Today we're with our resident child psychologist, Katiana Asman. Katiana, we've heard, you know, phrases like, you know, um, don't cry like a girl. And, uh, you know, you, you can't play rough like a boy. Uh, those kinds of messages um, to our kids. How does it affect them? I think other than just expecting all girls or or boys as well, really, to kind of fit into a box. We're kind of like conforming behavior. We're conforming. I think it also goes back to sort of like gender roles when it comes to play and occupations and things like that. I think what you do is that you kind of stereotype or you put an image of what uh, girl behavior and boy behavior should be. Um, and you eliminate all sense of individuality. And it also adds a certain element of discrimination if children feel that they're not conforming to it, right? So like, for example, um, boys being told that crying is for girls, right? And so when boys experience moments where they're upset and they get, you know, overwhelmed, um, that's seen as a negative, right? And we've talked on uh, previous episodes about how that just shapes their sense of gender identity in a very dysfunctional way sometimes. But I think that by uh, delivering this message at a very early age, especially with girls, that they have to take on a more submissive role, that they can't be leaders, that they can't, you know, speak up for themselves. Uh, these are very damaging things that will impact, you know, how they view what they're allowed to do and what they should do as they grow up. So I think, you know, it has the potential to be really, really bad. Katiana, in your uh, professional opinion, what are some traditional gender stereotypes that are most harmful to our girls? Mm, I think definitely when it comes to that concept of being more submissive and subservient to the extent where speaking up is almost frowned upon, right? I mean, I think that even I grew up in a generation where being ambitious was seen as problematic if you were a girl, right? Um, that if you, you know, strived for, you know, success or excellence, if you wanted to be really good at sport, or if you were really good at sport, or if you wanted to um, become an engineer or a pilot or something that had been stereotyped as a very male dominant profession, you were kind of, you know, support was not there for you. Um, and so you were often more, um, you know, encouraged to speak with a softer tone and not speak out of turn and not draw too much attention to yourself. I feel that a lot of that still very much exists today with regards to maybe the Asian stereotyping of gender roles. And I think that those are the ones where it's about girls kind of having to shrink themselves, whether it be with regards to their behavior, their ambitions, their tone of voice, and the things that they say. That's very much something that I feel is more um, pushed towards sort of girls versus boys. Whereas with boys, you see them kind of promoting the opposite, right? So when you get boys who are more introverted, who are more kind of like, don't draw attention to me, they then get called out for that behavior. So I think that there's a very clear separation there. Kids may not understand the consequences of gender stereotypes. So why is it important for parents, us, mm. anyone to teach, especially girls, about these stereotypes to them whilst they're young? Because the thing is, despite that, that statement of boys will be boys, they're not programmed that way, right? I mean, it's, it's predominantly why I love working with kids is because they come into the world a blank slate, right? And yes, they might have personality traits and things that are inborn, but ultimately, you know, what is behaviors which are allowed to continue is 100% a byproduct of their environment, right? So if we, 
you know, these gender stereotypes don't exist at birth, right? These kids don't have any awareness of that. But if the adults around them uh, give certain liberties to boys or tell boys that these behaviors are what classify masculinity versus what classifies femininity, that's what they will then accept is the rule of life. And they will carry that on throughout the rest of their life. So I think that that's kind of where the, the role of adults, I'm not just going to say parents, because I think teachers, aunts, grandparents, just everyone who is, um, you know, around the child, it becomes our responsibility um, to communicate that this isn't necessarily the way the world has to be, because that's what the kids will learn, right? So I think that boys who have not been uh, told that it is unkind to, you know, make comments about a girl for how they look or to bully them in the part in, in, in the playground, right? They're going to think that that's okay, not because it's a part of their personality or something that comes with being, you know, from, from having, you know, um, an XY chromosome. It is purely from what they've been allowed to continue to believe. So the, the influence that adults have over this, these gender roles is, is significant, right? So I think that we have that obligation to, to teach girls that, um, you know, that you should stand up for yourself and that shooting for the stars is not a crime and that if you want to be an astronaut, you absolutely can. Um, you know, that comes from us. That's not going to be something that they're programmed to know at birth. How best then should parents teach their children that boys and girls are different, but mm. should also be seen as equals? Well, I think that what's important is to be able to communicate that there are absolutely differences between men and women, boys and girls, right? And that might come from a physical perspective, that might come from ultimately how society treats them. But within the home, there has to be that sense of equality that you do reinforce, right? So there should be no what we, I think what, what we call those double standards where boys get away with more and girls are expected to kind of contribute more at home. Those standards need not exist within the home, right? But you can still educate kids that outside the home, these things might still happen and these things might still be discussed and people might treat you differently, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily ascribe to what they believe and that doesn't define you as a person. Um, so I think that just very simply, just within the home, I think we should kind of let kids lead. I've seen so many parents panic when they're when their young boys want to play with dolls um, or when their girls want to build with Legos. I've seen a lot of parents kind of panic about that. And I say that there's really absolutely nothing wrong with those things because they are probably things that the kids see fun, especially boys who have sisters and girls who have brothers. And so it need not be indicative of anything more I'm not going to say worrying, but I guess for the parents, a little bit more atypical. But I think that we should allow our children to kind of explore all the different, the range of things that might be sort of like uh, restricted by what is traditional gender roles. And that, you know, if as a parent, you want your son to be someone who is a little bit more involved in sort of the home and, and not kind of taking on what I think we call it that toxic masculinity, then you're the best person to start it. And the same goes with being a girl if you're trying if you have a girl and you're you know wanting her to be successful and to stand up for herself you have to push that but it's still possible to communicate to them that you know not everybody believes this and so you might meet some people who tell you that you can't do something because you're a boy or a girl um, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth it's just what they believe so you must not allow what they believe to define who you are as a person and what you want to do. How can we prepare our girls, especially for often, you know, unfair and impossible 
expectations or statements. Mm. Mm. You know, I think that was even personally one of the hardest things that that I think any girl who wants to be ambitious and who wants to do things that are it, it's crazy that in 2022 we're still looking at it this way but it really is true that i think that especially in asian culture that still exists mm-hmm. and i think so what i would suggest to any parent who has a daughter who um you know wants to to do something that is probably stereotypically more more for the boys right i would say that your support is invaluable right i mean they are going to they are going to not know any different if you don't show them any different. Um, but when they go out into the real world, like you said, right, and there are going to be situations where people ridicule them, again, you being the person to support them is going to override all that, right? But you need to also teach them that, you know, there are some things that you can change and some things that you can't, right? And so there might be certain people's opinions, for example, that you might not be able to change. But what you can do is you can control what you decide to do about it, right? And if there are certain, you know, bosses or universities or people in administration that are not going to agree with you, those might not be things that you can change. But what you can change is whether or not you continue to associate with them, whether you continue to try to force a change in their opinion. So I think you want to empower your girls, to know that while there are certain very rigid stereotypes that exist, especially in this region, um, that doesn't mean that all control is out of their hands and that they have to bend necessarily. You might need to bend here and there if it's important to you, but that should also be something that's your choice, right? So I think that that's something that that needs to take place. You know, I mean, I, I remember just being a woman in this profession and being very young at the time. I too was met with a lot of unfortunately male figures who um, felt that it was not my place to be in certain certain situations. And so needing to know that that is not something that you have to bend to. I didn't have to bend to their, to their needs and wants. And that means I could just probably look elsewhere. Um, those are things that we need to teach our girls, that sense of not being helpful and conforming just because society tells you to.